Hello and welcome to another episode of the Film Maverick Show. We are here in Las Vegas and uh, I am with Olya and my, gosh, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher Gotka. Did I get close? Yes. Okay. Um, who is a uh, very talented wedding and commercial filmmaker in uh, uh, Canada, Toronto, right? Yeah. My mind is, yep. when you're in Vegas, your mind doesn't always operate at 100% capacity, um, particularly after you've uh, done all this live judging and taught classes and all this stuff. So anyways, um, but we're, we're going to have a conversation today because uh, Olio was one of the other judges. Ooh, look at this. We got some. Uh, well, we'll take it. That is so kind. Look at this. We got Jonathan Snyder over here. He needs um, it. He needs this. <laughs> um, but I wanted to have this conversation because Olio was one of the other judges who offered some really great perspectives throughout the filmmaking, uh, live judging. And I wanted to just have this conversation about the WPPI filmmaking competition as a whole um, and and the value of that. Um, I've got to judge uh, the last two years and Olya was a new judge this year so I think I'd be interested in your perspective from that side of things as well. But maybe just introduce yourself tell us uh, our audience a little bit more about what you do. Sure. So my name is Ole. I am based in Toronto, Canada, originally born and raised in Ukraine. I am located in Toronto. I work for a small production company. We do a lot of weddings and a lot of commercial work. And But I started as a dance filmmaker. It's a very random uh, entry point, but I've always edited movement. And that is why I am a filmmaker, not a photographer, because it's all about movement and it's all about moving with the subject or letting the subject move and um, yeah I've done short films music videos and now yeah it's mainly with weddings and commercial work awesome that makes so much sense because one of the things I noticed in your judging was talking about like pacing and things like that and Mm -hmm. so your background with dance videos makes Mm -hmm. a ton of sense Mm -hmm. Um, cool so why don't you give us like a give me an overview your perspective as a first-time judge like just talk to me about uh things that maybe let's talk about things that stood out to you mm. um, as you were viewing the films over the two, course of two days uh, for our audience we i think we judged almost 70 films um and uh, they really ran the gamut right so in terms of uh, the types of films, in terms of the styles, in terms of the quality, um, all these things. So maybe just talk to me about some things that stood out to you from the competition. I was so impressed. Again, as you said, I was only this is, was my first year judging, and I didn't expect how much, how it will change me as a filmmaker. And I'm sure it was the same for the audience because simply sitting there and watching 60, 70 wedding films all at once in one day was so, so, Two so days. informative. Two days. Yeah, yeah. I was just hey, gonna. it's okay. <laughs> if we said, we could have sat through it. We could have totally sat through it in one day, but luckily we didn't. Yeah, luckily we didn't. I'd have been dead. But it was so, so, so informative. And I've been impressed with the range of talent that was presented because I have awarded 65 and 99 points yeah. for for films. So and for those who don't know the process, 60 is actually the lowest score that you could get and 100 is the highest. So yeah, 80 is where you are awarded and you are eligible for an award, whether silver, gold at 90, 
and uh, platinum at 100? Platinum at 100, correct, yeah. Yes, another thing that really stood out to me was, um, hmm, which one do I pick? So many things. Community. It really, mm. I think for the very first time, I realized that we are a community and we don't yeah. only affect our clients. We don't do this work for our clients alone. We don't do this work for our company, for our team members or clients' family. We do it for us, for us as a whole, as this big, large international community. And we affect each other. We post it online and somebody sees it across the world and they get so inspired and they try to recreate your shots and they try to be as good as you or even better than you. You affect, we really affect the world community of filmmakers. That yeah. was so mind-blowing to me. Absolutely. And I was also just, uh, I was loving the community that was happening in the live judging um, because we take these breaks and I would go out and and just sort of listen because we're not allowed to talk as judges we're not allowed to talk about the films during the process um, now that we're done we could say some things about it obviously but um, it was fun just sort of standing there in conversations in these small groups and having these people talk about what they were inspired by what they noticed what they learned through the process and one of the things that was striking is how often I was hearing from the people who were there. And we had people who sat there for, um, you know, sat in those chairs for eight hours a day, two days in a row, just listening to everything that was being said. And um, I was hearing again and again from the people who were there in the room, how much they were learning from the judge's comments. Um, one of my friends, uh, John Bunn, who um, some of you may know, he has a really great podcast called How to Film Weddings. And uh, he said something like, you know, typically when I see a wedding film, I just sort of think, oh, yeah, that was cool. That was nice. Mm -hmm. um, but hearing the perspective of someone uh, doing it in a competition setting is completely different, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's um, they're, they're the same and they're not in terms of I'm trying to deliver something for a client and I'm submitting work for a competition, right? We always mm -hmm. want to give our best to our clients. But um, at the same time, when you're submitting something to a competition, we view it from a different lens, right? Mm -hmm. We don't view it from just a perspective of, I'm sure the couple loved this, you know, in probably all cases, the couple mm -hmm. did love it. Um, you know, if they had hated it, I'm sure the filmmaker wouldn't have submitted to a competition, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it was interesting to hear, like, their feedback of how much they were learning from the judges sort of mm -hmm. being very critical and analytical mm -hmm. of every shot and the motion of a film. Can I add something? Absolutely. One more thing that impressed me so much is the importance of diversity of judges. Didn't you find that? Absolutely. I have been heartbroken before uh, after showing my films to one person. Mm. And they gave me feedback that was very, very linear. They only commented on one thing that they were very, very confident about. And I shut down and I never showed the film to mm. other people. Where here we were, there were six, five judges, and every one of us had our own um, focus, and we all we all knew pretty much basics. We all knew the basics of great storytelling and great wedding cinematography, but we particularly looked for our 
areas of expertise. So me, I looked for my things and I knew that Jordan will be looking for his, uh, Charlie will be looking and Amber. And we all together provided such valuable feedback, I find. And I knew that I can, that I am on the right team and I can really make a difference mm. for the filmmaker who sits right behind my back watching and listening and waiting for this feedback yeah absolutely yeah it's fascinating because i'm thinking of one film in particular some films are more polarizing than others mm. you know particularly uh, particularly when a filmmaker gets a little bit more outside the box in terms of how they're thinking and, and their approach and so you know i remember one of these films that was definitely more outside the box that had judges who filmed it or who scored it in the gold distinction category um, and judges who scored it in the 70s. Um, and it was that sort of incredible diversity of thought in terms of what's, what's appreciated. And I think when I think of that film in particular, I think part of what was so polarizing about it, um, I'm talking about the Flamingo film, right, um, is that they were breaking a lot of rules of filmmaking in order to accomplish their vision. Um, but uh, I think maybe some some of us, we lean more into the technical side, whereas others lean into more storytelling or more artistic vision and some of those things. And so, um, you know, some people could sort of appreciate uh, their willingness to break the rules in order to accomplish what they're doing. And others said, no, we kind of got to stick to the rules. And so it's it a very interesting balance. Mm -hmm. But what was really cool is the follow-up conversations that happen when those two judges or, or a handful of judges kind of go at it because they have different opinions about it. Mm -hmm. You want to say anything about that? Oh, oh my God, so many things. Um, something short and sweet. First thing that come, came to my mind is how important it is that we get together, imagine we as a community, we get together and we decide what's cool and what's not and what's appropriate for a professional standard and what's not, what's not quite cutting it. I feel like I found that it was so important to have somebody set, setting these standards that people would try to attain and reach and support and acknowledge that yes, innovation is really, really important. Just so you guys are not confused and not discouraged, quick breakdown. Technically, your film has to be great. It has to hit all the spots. It has to be, motion is smooth. The exposure is perfect, bang on. Then we're going into creativity. And then we award more points and even more points for innovation, new thinking outside of the box, delivering story in an extremely emotional and engaging ways. So. Yes, it's both. I don't want yeah. anybody to see the winners and think, oh, of course, they. this is the first prize because it's very, uh, all the fancy, they used very fancy transitions. No, it's not at all about transitions. It's what between the transitions, what matters. And then on top of it, cool transition is great. What also stood out to me is that sometimes the simplest film, with no, no fancy transitions, made the most impact on me, yeah. which where it's very simple, but the cinematography was so flawless yep. and story was so beautiful that we just sat there with our mouth wide open. And Absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll actually attach uh, to the video. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll put a link in there if you can help me out with that, Teddy. We'll put a link 
with the, the the scoring description because it like what you're talking about um, is there there's certain categories that you sort of step up to as we're doing the judging and in order to reach a, one category you have to also um, match the description of what's below that right so um, so yeah without uh, technical expertise you're not going to make it to a consideration even if you have the most creative vision if it's you know a beautiful story um, then then you're going to miss the mark and, and actually made that comment a few times for some films that were submitted and I was hoping maybe the filmmaker was in the audience to hear this so that they would know that I saw so much potential in a number of filmmakers who I made the comment of in, in a year or two, this filmmaker will likely win a silver or gold award because they're doing some things so much better than um, than sort of the average wedding filmmaker, but their technical expertise was greatly lacking, and so we c couldn't even consider the creativity because they didn't have the technical expertise. So it has to be a both thing in order to get awarded the highest at the highest level. That was gold. That comment made me so, so happy. I really wish this in the filmmaker was in the audience and I knew that if I were, had I been there and I heard that, I would have been so, it meant, would have meant so much to me. Yeah. And I think, t let's talk maybe about the value of being in that room, submitting a film and then being in that room for it. Um, this is something, I think because uh, in the past, maybe WPPI has put less emphasis on this competition. They're really r revamping that. Uh, you'll hear people talk about, you know, three, four years ago, they had photographers judging the filmmaking competition, which is absurd. And they have righted that wrong. And over the last couple of years, uh, they've had, you know, great filmmakers judging the competition. And now there's a whole different level of value. Whereas before, you only had, I think, primarily the value of you know, potentially winning an award and getting sort of promote yourself that way. There's a very different value now that you have, you know, excellent filmmakers who are judging the competition and offering feedback being in that room. So maybe you could say something about that. Mm, absolutely. The conversations that were happening inside the room during the breaks were fascinating to see people who've never met each other just get, get together and talk about what they just seen and discuss and you know, share their own opinions on particular technique or particular style or particular, you know, trend in wedding filmmaking it was fascinating. I was so proud to, you know, look back and know that, yes, people connect, people, people fight for their opinions, uh, people discuss and get inspired. Mainly it is about inspiration but, and also a sense of community. And, of course, the, the feedback is so valuable. I find I wish I was... We didn't have enough time to talk about everything, but sure. we are here. We are wearing these badges, judge badges, and I'm around here. <laughs> and people have came up to me and asked after we've judged and they've heard the verdict. After like since since Tuesday, we are able we are able to talk to people openly, and they've asked for more information. Like how did how did you like my film? What else can be improved? So yeah. that was extremely extremely valuable. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, I'm going to call Audible here. Teddy, come over here for a second. Um, so Teddy um, is a pretty new filmmaker. He's part of our team. Um, he's the one who's going to edit this video. And you are in the room um, for the first time at a competition like this. 
And one of the things that, um, since you've been working with me is I've tried to like expose you to new filmmakers who you haven't seen their work before and that sort of thing. This was a whole nother level of that, right? Yes. Um, so talk to, talk to our audience about your experience sitting in a chair in that room, hearing from the judges, the different feedback, um, on all the films. What's the value of that? The value, um, I, I've never been in a room with that many variety of filmmakers um, coming from all different backgrounds, and I was blown away. Even um, Lady Bird, we were all sitting there, and we were kind of judging the films ourselves and kind of giving our input, but when the judges talked, you had completely different things said about films that we had no idea. Um, we, we did not even think about that the, the points you made. I think just overall, the, the biggest thing that stood out to me is there are a lot of talented people, people out there and that really, how you were saying this whole trip is really humbling. That really humbled me. And I, I'm just super excited to grow and it's a huge inspiration to me. This whole entire, um, the whole judging process is a huge inspiration to me. And I, I just, I learned so much from this and I'm just extremely blessed to be able to, to be here and to hear from amazing people that I would never meet anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. No problem. All right. We're going to bring Matt in now. <laughs> Matt has another interesting perspective because uh, Matt is uh, my main photographer with our studio and he was sitting in the room and I, I kept encouraging you to like go check out the print room um, some of the print competition you're like no I want to sit here uh, so talk to me about your perspective as you, you shoot video with us as well mm -hmm. obviously but you're primarily uh, the work that you do with us is photography so yeah. give me your perspective on what let's talk, talk about what it did to what it what it because in our conversations it felt like something happened deeper inside of you and your soul like talk to me about some of that yeah so <clears throat> with with the video competition and with everything that i saw um photography has a way of bringing out an emotion in a different way than video does um and i i mean i shoot photos so um, I got a lot more inspired <clears throat> seeing the, the video side of things um, because it has a flow. It has a sort of, like you said before, like a rhythm to it. Mm. Um, and not just that, uh, you can really connect with everything that goes through it, whether it be through sound or visuals. Um, there's just a lot more senses that you can feel um, compared to a photo. Um, like you can have a photo, but only you and the people that were there can kind of really experience it because it's attached to a memory. Yeah. Um, whereas with a video, no matter who sees it, they can be brought into that moment over and over again um, and be able to feel it and experience it how they did on that same day and also in their own way. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Really good feedback. Thanks, Matt. Um, Awesome. All right, I'm going to get one more perspective from my team here. Um, Marshall is our editor, and uh, I want to get your perspective on this. Thinking about uh, you're, you're editing uh, several films a week. Right. And um, so from that perspective of someone who's constantly editing wedding films, mm -hmm. what was your experience in this um, in this environment, watching all these films that had you know various qualities from 
you know, needs improvement to um, unbelievably epic. Right. I think that, you know, you definitely do independent research, especially when you start editing, because, you you know, at least in the very beginning, you have to watch films to know what the format's going to be like and everything. Um, and then you want to continue to do that as an editor. Uh, but then you, when you put yourself in an environment like that, where you watch so many films back to back, some of them, you know, maybe you didn't agree with their stylistic choices, some you did, um, but you take so much from each film. Um, and it's almost like government programming. You're just getting blasted with a whole bunch of information that you could take away. And as an editor, you see a lot of the different choices that, especially in editing that they make, good or bad. And there's a ton to take from that because you're looking at, and I think a lot of filmmakers, because they do, a lot of them edit their own work, um, probably had similar experiences. Mm. Um, you know, there's definitely plenty of videographers that um, shoot and that's all they do. And maybe they have an editor on their team. Um, but I think a lot of filmmakers, even if they don't, edit currently um, definitely learned a lot about what they can shoot for their editor to yep. improve their films yeah no yeah. doubt so, good perspective thank yeah, you absolutely yeah awesome um, uh, several times we have said our judgment panel said something like this this film could have been saved in post yeah <laughs> the editing that's true <laughs> so the yeah, importance of editing is so great and I have learned so much one more thing i want to mention to you guys who are going to be here at wppi next year in the judging room make notes and try to mm. score I that think that's a great is the, yeah. that's the, be the best advice i was given before i be uh, began judging of sitting down in the audience and guessing what the judges would give and then the scores are announced and it's fascinating whether how far how far or close yeah. you were because it was interesting. Like there were certain films where um, we talked about that had this super polarizing, but also a lot of the films, um, you know, we were all within. All five of us would be within, you know, two three points of each other. Yeah. Um, so that was fascinating as well. Um, with such a broad range, you know, you got 40, uh, mm -hmm. 40 point options, and yeah. for us to all be that close on a lot of them was interesting too. You have been given feedback to wedding filmmakers for a while now, right? Yeah. Every Wednesday, every Friday, right. you post feedback. How was it different for you here? Well, uh, when we do the Film Critique Fridays, I really analyze like, uh, you know, shot by shot. So we'll do a lot of pausing and I'm talking like in depth about each of their films. We might make a 30, 40 minute video critiquing a film in that sort of detail. Um, for just a five minute film, you know? So it's very, very different from that perspective, but also um, I think the, what I've always uh, sort of leaned on in terms of the education that we do with Film Mavericks is leaning heavily on the talent and perspective from other filmmakers. And, you know, in the Film Critique Fridays, it's just me giving my feedback. And so definitely a very different experience because there's films that, you know, I judged, uh, you know, not near as well as what other people gave a rank to. You know, I remember there was one film that I think ended with a gold distinction award that I had in the silver category, you know, 12, 13 points below everyone else. And so it's, it's interesting just hearing the different perspectives of everyone else and uh, having so much respect and um, understanding that there's so much value in all of the judges' perspectives um, just because I didn't care for a film uh, doesn't mean that it's not also great because we each have our own tastes and things. Mm -hmm. 
What would you say to the person who's sort of, they're listening to this and they're sort of, uh, they're on the fence about whether or not, maybe it's that they're scared to submit or maybe they don't necessarily just, they just don't see the value in it. Why would I um, submit? What would you say to someone like that? You are going to be such a better filmmaker if you decide that you will have to submit this piece of work. <laughs> That's a good point. I, yeah. am, I don't know about you, but I am a challenger. I love to challenge myself. And if I know, once I know that, oh my God, I have to just like step up my game and deliver so that not only clients are happy, my boss is happy, but an entire community of filmmakers actually thinks, oh, hell, that's good. I'm going to step up. I'm going to work my ass off all year just to deliver, just to submit. At the, by the end of the year, submit something stunning that I am the most proud of. Yeah. And if you were in that room and you're competitive at any stretch, and this is it's one of the things, is, this, is, this is a competition, yes, but it's, it's primarily a competition against yourself. Um, you know, ultimately, if you're in, you know, the, the highest echelon and you get awarded in the top three films, then I guess you could say it's a competition versus others. Um, but ultimately, it's a competition against yourself um, and the work that you've done in the past. And that's what I love about this competition is um, you, you can earn points for yourself. And it's not me versus them. It's I'm earning points towards myself and my status uh, at WPPI to be able to get a you know WPPI associates and and sort of work your way up through um, through that as sort of a challenge uh, for yourself. And so um, and you can you can earn uh, those different levels of status at WPPI without uh, without ever winning a first, second, or third place award. Um, you could rack up a bunch of silver awards even, you know, and do that. And so. Um, I love that aspect of it, that it is, it's competitive, yes, but it's also just competitive against, against yourself and making yourself a better filmmaker. Yes, and I will try to make this point again that, yes, although it is competitive, I have never felt like I am a part of a community. I've never felt that there is a community. And because I'm sure we all feel sometimes when in our city we meet another wedding videographer and we're like, competition. <laughs> we aren't quite as helpful and as excited to see each other. But here, we are miles away from home and there are these people <laughs> from all over the world. Imagine people actually spoke to me who came from Australia, they came from Europe, they came from Asia. People come from all over the places and we, like, we share this bond that yeah. I cannot quite describe to anybody on the street. But it's, you know my struggles. Yeah. You've been through them. You've mastered them. And you, you, you are on the same page with me. Yeah. I'm so happy, so, so happy I came. And I would encourage anybody to come just for this reason alone to feel like you're part of the family. A hundred percent. I mean, it is a... Um, for, for most filmmakers who, you know, you and I get to work on, on a team of filmmakers and for most people they don't have that. And so it is like you're sort of operating on an island and, um, you know, there's so much value in that. Honestly, like if you came, there's, there's some amazing classes. You can learn a lot in the classes. You can get your hands on the gear and the, on the, all the gear and learn new stuff in the expo. Um, but honestly, it's, it's worth coming here just for all of the connections that you make, just for the community that you make, for the way that you learn from other people in the bar, um, for sitting in the live judging film competition. One of the 
um, actually the the chair of the filmmaking competition, uh, Ryan was talking about, um, he just said, and he's been coming to WPPI for 20 years, and uh, he is one of three double grandmasters of WPPI. So this is, you know, one of the most talented uh, people in the world. And he was saying, he's, he probably said it four or five times um, throughout the two days that this is the most, th- being in this room right here is the most valuable education that WPPI has to offer. And I think he said, and the second is at night in the bar, you know. Um, and that's that's the truth. It really is. It's, it's about the connections. It's about the relationships. It's, it's about learning and growing from each other. Um, because the filmmakers who come to WPPI in large part are of a higher, higher caliber and they all have things that we can learn from. Um, even in my master class that I was teaching, I called upon several people who specifically I knew were in the room that I said, you could actually talk to this better than me. I want you to come up here and say, you know, t- say this. Because... Um, this is a community of learning. This is not about elevating um, egos um, and particular individuals. This is, you know, I I feel like, um, you know, when I when I um, when I post some of the things online, and I loved your perspective on some of your Facebook posts um, that you posted throughout the week, um, but people could get the perception that it's about like inflating an ego. But I feel like what it is is it's like it's. It's a, it's a way I can give back and serve the community um, to be an open book and to share the things that I've learned over the 10 years in the industry and growing our companies to the place we have is like, I have a lot that I could just openly share with you in a way that can serve you. Um, and the same thing with the feedback and the judging as well, of course. Um, so yeah, you guys, you guys get to WPPI in 2020. 2020 is the year. Yeah. I can't believe it's gonna be 2020. That's crazy. That sounds like the future. <laughs> the future is here. I have not had a dull conversation in over a week, and that is the longest streak I've carried so far. Everybody <laughs> here, every one of these people is so, so fascinating. Come. Yes, awesome. Any last words uh, for our audience? That was it. <laughs> Fair enough, absolutely. I think there's just so much value in both submitting your films as well as being here. Um, even if, if you can't be here, I think you still need to submit your films um, to see. And vice versa. Absolutely. If you don't want it to submit yet, come and be inspired and see what it is about. Yeah. But I think, like, regardless, like, don't let fear stop you from submitting a film if you think you're not, you know, you still have a lot of growth to do and you, you recognize that. Go ahead and submit. If you're going to come especially, go ahead and submit it because then when you come here, you're going to get to hear the feedback from the judges um, and then be able to talk to them in more in depth about it. And you're going to learn and grow so much more because of that. It is um, well worth it to submit regardless of kind of where you're at uh, in your filmmaking career. So awesome. Thanks so much for joining me for this. Thanks so much for your service and your teaching and and your judging. Um, It is a great honor to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are doing so much for this community and I hope you feel appreciated. I do. I do. Yep. Thank you. Uh, If you like this video, make sure to subscribe because we're bringing lots of awesome content to you. We're bringing lots of awesome content to you on a regular basis from amazing filmmakers like Olya and others all over the planet. So hit that subscribe button uh, and we'll see you next time. The Film Mavericks podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez and Teddy Findus. If you found this episode helpful, 
be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a show and help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when you're done, head on over to the Film Mavericks YouTube channel for the video version of this show as well as weekly tutorials, film critiques, and much more.